Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Oh, hey everyone. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Uh bonus for everyone. So you know I've done this before and I'm happy that the the folks at the ringer allow me to do it here again. I have this interview I did over at Hot 97 with Ron Killings, a.k.a. R-Truth. Ebro was out. It's just myself and Laura Styles and my man Shiny Culture, and we're talking to R-Truth about his new music he's putting out. But it really turns into an interview about his life, his wrestling career, his relationships with The Rock and John Cena and Vince McMahon. And I ended up loving it so much that I was like, I got to throw this on the cheap heat feed as well. So if you want to watch on Hot 97's YouTube channel, you can do that. But if not, boom, some bonus cheap heat content from the King of the Ringer right here. Now, by the way, if you're just tuning into this, make sure you listen to the new episode of The Mass Man Show, uh, which is out right now as well. So much great content right here um, on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. So make sure you're listening to everyone's show. Evan Mack, uh, of course, the Mass Man Show, and Cheap Eat every single Wednesday. So here's my interview with uh, the great R-Truth. Enjoy. Ebro, Laura, and Rosenberg, and uh, my guy is here. I, I think I can say even after everything that's happened in the past, we are now good friends. And that would be Ron Killings, a.k.a. R-Truth. Yes. Welcome. Yes. Hey, man, you what? know what? That was a good introduction. We have had our, you know, in and outs, that, right? That's why I had to ask you. Is he really your guy? Are you guys good? You know, Laura, that's a, that's a good question to ask because Peter still wants to get his hand back on that 24-7 championship, right? Yeah. Of I course do. he does. You see? Of course he does. And he got that twinkle in his eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, I just have a sty. <laughs> Okay, but so, listen, after what happened, I felt bad, but you couldn't blame me for doing what I did. I don't. I don't. And I respect you for that. I Thank respect, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, he has always been a dream of his. Thank you. 
Yes, so it was. he did achieve his dream yes. on my behalf. Yes. My in a expense. sneaky way. In a sneaky way. <laughs> you see, long as we're bringing it back around, so, you know, sorry, you see for what you are. So Peter. listen, I want, I'm going to tell you guys something I normally wouldn't tell. And our truth, you can stop me if you think it's inappropriate. <laughs> but these days, you know, I, I don't talk about it on my wrestling podcast, but this is a different venue, a different okay. forum. Okay. Right? And now we talk about the fact that wrestling is sports entertainment. People are aware of that to some extent. Right. You're also aware I could not actually beat our truth in a fight. So, but I <laughs> right? will tell you. So I will tell you something funny. So on that day where I knew this was all going to happen, I bothered him all day. What are we going to do? How are we going to do? I don't, wanna, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. All day. Oh, I, I mean, can imagine. Yes, this yes. is one tiny thing. This is like a, someone coming up to me as a DJ and being like, I have to transition one record. And I'm like, bro, you got it, man. You can do this. So all day he's like, you got this. Just here's what you're going to do. All these legends are giving me advice. Randy Orton sitting here is like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take your arm. And it was... We finally get there, and he tells me, he says, if you, R-Truth said to me, he goes, if you fuck up the pin, I'm kicking out. You know what I'm saying? So meaning, if I don't do it right, I'm not, you're not going to win. I'm going to house you, bro. Yeah, you're, you're going to get, and, and then I would have been like, it would have looked like I was supposed to win, and then I lost because he's like, you can't make it look bad if you fuck it up. I'm not, you're not going to win. Your dreams would have been shattered on the floor. So he, so we work it all out, and he's oh, like, just shit. make sure when you do it this way, you do it this way, because if you do it this way, it could be a problem. You're really going <laughs> to hit me. Yeah, so he got all this, and he's like, I, 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 won't, I won't fuck it up, I won't fuck it up. Then Randy's talking to him, then everybody's like, and he's like, oh my God, man, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. I'm, I'm going through that. I said, bro, you're going to be good. Just make sure you do it right. And then what I do, I ended up punching him right in the dick. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes. Because they worked him up. A lot of the boys wanted to make him nervous, man. Like, and he done got there, but he was pacing and shit. You know what I'm saying? So he was, he was nervous. nervous. And he just he brought it. I didn't, I didn't realize that they were working me up, too. But they were, because everyone's yes, playing in. They're like, man, oh, really? You want to work on this? Let me help you. But really, they know they're just getting me nervous. Yes. And it was scary. Oh, Yo, how do you, honestly, though, you have done working with you with such an eye opener to like, and then the next day when he came into my hotel room and he took the title back, I realized that like the the twenty four seven championship. And we're going to talk about your album legacy. Right. Our truth is here. Is it Ron Killings officially as an Ron artist, Killings, correct? AKA WWE Superstar. Our truth. Okay, gotcha. so we're going to talk all about that. But like, I realized at that point that even though you have a uh, quote, you know, a comedic character in WWE, yeah, you're incredibly professional about the way you work and making sure all of these things are done. Well, because yes. you did, you because you're asked to do sort of something different than most superstars. The way that whole twenty four seven titles worked for you, it requires you doing these skits and sort of different things. How did you end up deciding to like really embrace that whole thing? Um, the first night uh, they did like over two million views in less than twenty four hours. That's when I was like, damn! Out of my whole career, I just go on Monday Night Raw, beat a guy. With a championship that's like supposed to be for all walks of celebrity, it's supposed to be our world. You know what I'm saying? We combine and, and link people together with this. And I did that many views and it was just going crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I need to embrace this. I need to sit in the saddle and ride this thing out. <laughs> and, and I know funny, I know how to entertain, how to make laugh. I and mean, we all know that. We learned that. But it's like with this championship, man, to like come up with the skits to make it make sense, with just like with you and I, man, it's fun. For me to have fun and to make people laugh right. and to entertain and to be creative, we can be creative and be serious. We can be dramatic. We can be all that. But to be entertaining and be fun and not corny, not stupid, not right, silly, right, right. but fun, entertaining, and good. Like, bro, you just, you become it. I like to ask people this because 
I always find the most amazing stories. Like, how? when did you fall in love with wrestling and you know this was your path? Oh, my goodness. I got, um, this was given to me by a guy named Jack Crockett. I was doing street things. We all know that. You know what I'm okay. saying? My career. Okay. Where? North Carolina. Charlotte. Okay. That's where I grew up at. Yep. And, um, I mean, I've been doing music since Jack the Rapper. Okay. Oh, you were going to Jack the Rapper? Yes. That's where the picture with Tupac and Easy E and all them come from. If you Google me with Tupac, yeah, they all they all legit. So wow. that's crazy. Like, yes. I'm pursuing my music back then. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hustling, trying to pay for me, my dancers, outfits, this and that, blah, blah. I'm going to be this big rap star. Well, I was hitting that brick wall in life, going back and forth to jail, back and forth to jail. Well, I was like, damn, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I want a better way of doing things. I didn't had a kid already, you know what I'm saying? Oh so I'm my like, God. Damn, I, I have the photo. Yeah. I have the photo. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to post this up in the interview so you can see. Yes. So wow. I'm like, uh, check it out, Laura. So I'm like, uh, I'm keep making these mistakes in life, but I'm still trying to get my music on, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, long story short, I got jammed up. And this was the time I feel like God gave me to like, okay, it's time for you to sit down and figure out what the hell you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to go this way, that way, or what you going to do? Um, I met a guy named Jack Crockett. Jack Crockett was the guy that brought professional wrestling to the South. And, of course, you had Ric Flair, uh, Magnum TA, the Road Warriors, Dusty Rhodes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he said he never gave back before. And he said God told him to give back to me. Now, I mean, the joint, man, I'm just like, bro, entertaining the inmates, you know what I'm saying? Like, telling jokes, doing little skits in there, you know what I'm saying? Walking on my hands, like, we making fun or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And you were always super athletic, I'm guessing. I was, that's why he... Took a liking to me. Okay. He told, okay, the CEOs, me and the CEOs, uh, the deputies had a plan. My sisters gave me all the, all my pictures with Tupac, Easy e Kwame, uh, Digital Underground. But I was a show opener for acts that came through North Carolina, Carolina South okay. Carolina, Atlanta. I was a show opener. Tracy Spencer, Chubb Rock. So everybody looked at me like, damn, you don't even put to be in here, dog. You just... You You're too talented. You're too talented to be in here. Yeah. So the, we, they had a plan. We're going to find somebody that got a rap sheet, that got some money. They're going to invest in you. You can become a big rap star, and we ain't got to work in the jail no more. We can work for you as your security. And that was our plan. I was straight hand to God. That was it. <laughs> they ran this the sounds Jack like a Crockett. movie, by yes, the way. Listen, it sounds Lord, like a see. movie. Check out, Lord. They okay. ran the Jack Crockett. Uh -huh. Jack Crockett already wanted to talk to me because he noticed my physique. I was athletic. I was rapping, and he saw the pictures with all the other celebrities. Mm -hmm. He's like, this is the guy I put to give back to. Okay, me and him talk. Two times in jail. Come on, to give somebody your phone number, your information, he believed in me from that point. You know what I'm saying? He's like, um, call me when you get out of jail. Now, I thought the mother wanted me to cut his grass or something like that. But now, real quick, can I ask you an ignorant question? I'm sorry. Jack Crockett is which Crockett? Is he? he it's Jack, Jimmy, and Dave. He's Jack Crockett. He's, he was the He's one Jim's that, brother? He's Jim Jr.'s brother? Yes. Got it. Okay. There's ones that own Crockett Parks. and they, have, they had their hands in a lot of things. But, well, he uh, offered me a job. He took me to three WCW shows. And this is where Harlem Heat first started coming out. Never been to a wrestling show in my life, but I was aware of it. And is this his brother's running the whole thing? Is this when... G yeah, his brother was running it. And okay. they had done... Ted Turner had already bought it from him. Okay. And he was just a cameraman. And he was ready to get out of the business, but he said something was keeping him... He just needed to give back. And guys, this is the he era where it's back. like Goldberg, Ric Flair, right, right, all that right, stuff right, happening. Right. NWO, et cetera. So he's sitting beside me. Ric Flair comes out. Ric Flair music hit. My first time at a wrestling show now. Like, okay, what the hell is it? Ric Flair music hits, he comes out, and I'm like, oh, shit, 15,000 people goes crazy. And I'm like, oh, damn it. He's like, see, that could be you right there. All that rapping and dancing you was doing in there, you could come down rapping your own music that you want to do, get in the ring, and then you can fight and mix all your moves together. So he had a whole vision planned out he for you. He had the vision and, and gave it to me. And I'm at the point in my life, 
black male that's constantly hitting this brick wall, hitting right. the brick wall. I'm ready to make that ch- that change, that turnover. Okay, I can take this what this man's offering me. I can. I actually turned him down the first time. Why? Because you just didn't see yourself I wasn't doing it. Sure, yet. Okay. I, um, I still wanted him to give me. To, I want him to give me some money so I can go fuck it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. But uh, it was at the point when I became a willing vessel, and I had nothing else. Man, I wanted to do something different with my life. I knew like, what was going to happen there. I had kids. I cared. I gave a fuck. So I called him. I said, man, anything I need to do, I'll do it. He said, the only thing you have to, it's going to cost you is time and dedication. He paid for me to get trained. I went to Atlanta. I think I did independent wrestling for maybe three years. I ended up in Wildside in Georgia. Wow. And like God was just having rams in the bush for me everywhere. When I started training, I was a manager first. And they were seeing how athletic I was and me rapping to the ring. First time anybody had done that, they said, like, oh, you need to wrestle. Then they like training. Like, everybody was like being tools for me. Like I was, I had the service of all the tools that I needed from people, giving me ring awareness. Manny Fernandez, the raging bull, saw me wrestle, I think my third or fourth match, and he said, I'm going to train you for free. He said, I don't know why, but I just feel like I have to train you for free. Mm. He said, to come back to me. Manny trained me mentally, emotionally, spiritually. He just trained me to like, this is an art, but I want to teach you how to take care of yourself in the ring, take care of yourself around the ring, um, just so you have ring awareness. Well, after that, Wild side, Rick Michaels, he said, bro, let me make a tape for you. You don't belong here. You belong on WWF back then. Mm-hmm. You belong there. Rick Michaels and his dad made me a tape. I sent it in. I got called from WWE within two weeks. Wow. Two weeks after that, I was going to meet Vince McMahon. Two weeks after that, I was under contract. Wow. And that's just how my life just transitioned. Now, with all of that, with the music and, and everything that I've done, I've put into it, ever since I've come out to wrestling, Vince has let me do my rapping. Just yeah. like Crockett and Visualize. From K Quick to Road Dog, way back to Attitude Era, I've been rapping. I did me and Road Dog songs, all the Get Rowdies, four or five versions of them, to where now I've I've paid dues. I was the first black NWA champion. Yep. That's that's 53 years that belt was around at that time. No black has ever held it. So like I've done so many things in my life that I'm matured now to where I can like, damn. I'm proud of me. I, I, I see what I've done. I see why people look at me this way. I see why I feel this way about that. I see why I'm compassionate about this. And now my music speaks that. My music has matured along with me. Now I'm able to bring people my legacy. And you can ride that ride with me and go through the same emotional roller coaster that I have just through this music right now. So so this no. this journey you've had and this putting out this album, and, and most people are going to view this as just, you know, you've obviously done well for yourself. You're good. It's a passion project. You're just yes. you're doing this to do it, but it's the original passion. It's the original. It predates wrestling. It all, dog. Yes, it's yes. unbelievable when you think about that. That and I just looked up the picture of you and Easy E too. So that to be clear, was that at Jack the Rapper? Yeah, that is another Jack the Rapper. Yes. So you were just for people who don't know who are listening. Um, those conferences were a real thing back in the day in hip hop. And if you thought you could make it, there were a handful of them. How can I be down? You know, Jack the Rapper, all the way up to later Impact and CMJ and all these different yeah. conferences where you could show. So you were just up there hustling, handing out tapes, hustling. trying to meet people. Demo tape. Hey, you want to listen to my music? My music, good. Hey, check my music out. My music, good. Yeah, I dance. Oh, can I, can I take yeah. a picture? And that's and that's yeah. where you ended up getting to meet elbows, man. Um, Pac, man, thought I was funny. Thought I was funny, but it was like. Seeing him the first time, he had just done like uh, Juice, the movie Juice, mm-hmm. and he was like hot, hot, hot at the time. And I ran out of money. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm hustling, coming up here, trying to get my thing up. I done ran out of money. I hung out with him and Tretch. Him and Tretch was like that. 
for a couple of days, man, just watching the way people were. I hadn't had no startup in a little neighborhood startup, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used to do the rap and dance, but Pac was like in a whole different realm. He made me look at, he made me see the light of being a celebrity, of how your craft, your art can take you to where you draw a crowd, you draw. And I was watching this man like work, handle the crowd, handle the people, handle like, it was just, I was in awe of everything I experienced with the Jack the Rapper, even with Easy e as but back then they was hot, hot artists. Right, right, and just right. to be in their presence and watching them and how they move. You know what I'm saying? Movement in life is very important to me. Now. How can you compare, now compare dudes who you saw at the top of the rap game at that time. How do you compare that to wrestlers you've seen? Because you've been around Austin, Ooh. Rocky, uh, you were around Flair when he was still young. Yeah. You've been around Flair through multiple iterations of it. How would you compare the way the rap dudes move on top versus the wrestling dudes move? Is it the same? A similar aura? Different aura? I think it's the same aura, man. It's just, it's a, you move along with your status. And, and you, you, you have to have them, they got to be even. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of all the, the superstars you've been around, who do you think acts the best combination of, you can tell they're a superstar, but they're incredibly humble and cool? Is there one person who stands out that you're like, man? Roman. R Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know, that's my dog, too. For, but he, he, uh, he told me the other day, he said he was still tight at me because of what happened between you and Ron. <laughs> he was like, you know, Ron's my road dog. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people still kind of mad at you because of that. Yeah, yeah. no, I understand. I, some people say it was the worst day in the history of the business. Um, now, now, Roman's still your now Roman. Uh -huh. Roman's a bus guy now. Yeah, he's a bus status. So, so status. So, so yeah. just so you guys, so in wrestling and WWE, when you get to a certain level, superstar status, uh -huh. you get your own bus, like your own yeah. luxury. Luxury nice. bus. Cool. So, yeah, <laughs> so now Roman's got the luxury bus when yes. he moves around. Yes. 
Now, do you ever do you ever jump on the bus and say hi? Oh, but he insisted. Yeah, I think um, he have we, an extra. Is there an extra room? Bunk. Yeah, is there an extra like bunk room? They got on like the, six bunks on there. In addition, does he have a bedroom too? Got or a king size in the back. Wow. Yeah, it's real yeah. life. It's and real I shower in the front. He shower in the back. <laughs> yeah, but I was on the. But it's like, but, but he's so humbling. Like, um, there's times he's helped me out. All kind of ways, all around the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen him and witnessed him help everybody out. His family. A lot of Samoans are like that, for one. But he's helped out so many people. Me and him was on the road. Like we drove from the time he came here with the shield. Like we was linked together for some reason, man. And when he got that status and rose up, he insisted. He said, "Bro, um." I'm gonna get a bus for us. It wasn't even like I'm gonna give me a bus. Like, I'm getting us a bus, and we can start snack. Like he was, he okay, already so what, included so we, me on the bus. So we got to get to the the, bat, the 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 belly of the beast here. With the real the real thing to me about you, Truth, is that you are a um, incredibly humble guy, incredibly talented, maybe as funny and charismatic a guy as there is in the company. You are also like when it comes to wrestling terms. Uh, in WWE terms, at least, you're a mid-card kind of guy, right? That's right. where you operate, in the mid-card. You know, you're not in the title picture all the time, but you'll pop up. You had your moment with John Cena, moment right. with The Rock, and you're a utility guy. But for some reason, the most important people in the company love you. Yeah. I mean, you're, the word is, is that you are Vince McMahon's favorite superstar, always have been. Vince loves you. Now you're telling me Roman loves you, insists you're around. What do you think it is about... What is it that you bring to the table you think that makes people want to be close to you? Uh, that energy, man. That I'm just I'm just a big ball of energy, man. You know what I'm saying? While I'm living here, I do what I can to like help people in any kind of way. I'm a tool. God, you know what I'm saying? We all have resources and but I'm a tool for people to use. Cause I'm going to be. I'm, I'm well, you said, and people were a tool for for you to use when you needed them. Yes. So yes, you man. give the same back to us. I see the same back, man. It's like uh, it's energy, dog, and. I know I attract people. Uh, I, I'm attracted to certain people, certain things. It's like we all are. But I know I attract those eyes, those things, people that um, want to try something new. Wanna, it's like I, I'm a walking testimony for people. Mm. And sometimes uh, walking testimony attracts people, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they need that reassurance or they need that comforting or they need that inspiration or they need that whatever. Whatever it is God done instilled in me, whatever, it booms out and people just... You attract your friends. Mm -hmm. I, I just attract certain people. You just attract I, cooler friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Yeah, and it just, I don't think it just, it doesn't matter what walks of life or how much the status quo is, man. If you just attract certain people, you just attract So them. do you feel, so can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Vince McMahon, though? Because you don't, there aren't a lot of superstars who are close to Vince McMahon. Um, how did that relationship sort of develop over time? Oh, my goodness. I don't even know where that started, man. Uh, I think I, like, tricked them when, uh, when they signed me. <laughs> Uh, I had to get in my, my bio and stuff like that. And I thought it was cool. Like, I wrote, like, I was, like, 6'5", 275. Oh, you know my saying? gosh. I was, like, 190 pounds, 200 pounds wet. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I got off the elevator, it was, like, you're not 6'5". I'm, like, exactly. And I'm, like, uh, walking away. Like, you're not 275 either. And I'm, like, I figured you would figure that out. But it's, like, <laughs> do you like it? And they thought it was, like, one of the coolest things. I remember Vince saying to me, he said, I like you because um, he said, you treat me like Vince. You don't treat me... He said, you're just as honest as you want to be. You're not, you don't bullshit with me. You know, and I just, I already shifted out from there, from me doing the handshake tours with him. I don't know how many times we've been from uh, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, to Turkey, you know what I'm saying, to like, and we would go over, I would go on those trips with him, 
Just to, to see the truth. To see the truth. Handshake. I'm talking about having men, 15,000, 20,000. We shake every hand. We visit the hospital. We do all. And we did this every single year. Like, we see each other sleep in the bunk. We all had, like, uh, mortars shot over the thing at us. We all had to, like, bunker down in there. So it's like, I've been with him on a submarine. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, coming down, he gets squished. I had to shift his ass to go up. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Right. So we've had some good fun times. And some crazy times. Crazy times, but it's like... We've always respected each other. I've always been honest with him. He's helped me out, like, again, like, Roman, like, throughout my life in all kind of ways. I, I've learned so much from him. Um, I matured a lot with him, too. I came in at a young time. We used to have promo classes, man. Like, I learned how to, like, just do and be me uh, on events. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a way of, like, teaching you without teaching you. And if you're picking it up, whatever, he, he he's attracted to that. He likes that. He is, it's just, if he sees that you're actually getting what he's putting down. If you're getting that, yes, sir. And uh, I just, our relationship just built, man. Uh, I would say over the years, um, over the years of me growing, him growing, I remember when Cena came to me and said, uh, like when you asked me about uh, the 24-7 stuff, Cena came to me and he's like, bro, you figured it out. And it was just me being funny, me being entertaining because I've been a bad guy. I've been a good guy. I've been crazy guy. Crazy, yeah, but like, me just like giving you that where you don't know where I'm coming from and it's entertaining and it takes people away from breaks the monotony. Cena was one of the first guys that came to me and he didn't even say, hey, he just walked up to me and said, you fucking figured it out. And it took me all that day, I'm like, okay, what's up, dog? All that day took me, I said, I know what you're talking about now. He said, I was waiting for you to fucking answer me. I was like, I got it. I just be my damn self. Wow. And knowing that this, that you don't need to worry about being the toughest, the cool. You just got to do what makes people smile. And, but and that's easy to me. I can, I can talk about like licking stamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and people yeah. are like, you know what I'm saying? Think You'll it's funny. You can make it funny. Yeah. Well, tell us about your album because that's what we were here. Oh about. my goodness! It's uh, I would say it's the best album I've ever done. I got songs I've done over my years, over like when we thought we could rap with snap, like, and, and I don't knock them songs, but this is like quality, a matured, matured around killings. WWE Superstar R Truth. You know what I'm saying? It's like every song on there has different genres of music on there. Um, Legacy was just the first one you heard. Out the Window will be dropping December 3rd. It's Friday. Okay. And that's like a more. Lab, I don't think it's more R and B. It's that vibe right there, okay, right? Just a little, yeah. <laughs> just a little bop. Yeah, it's just a little bop. That's okay, it. Okay. Um, there are songs on there. Like I got a song about Dubai on there. Um, in the studio, Tracks asked me. Uh, he's like, and I would always every song we write or we do is like, it depends on the energy, the vibe. He always asks me how you feel. I'm like, I'm shit. I'm all right. I mean, I'm saying like. He said, well, that's how we're going to write the music on how you feel and snap. Dubai, he asked me, he said, what's one of the favorite places you done been to with wrestling? I mean, you love this place. Like, if you talk about it, I said, shit, Dubai. He said, oh, we're going to do a song about Dubai. I said, dog, come on, man. Nobody want to hear no damn song about Dubai. <laughs> he said, bro, you've been there. Do you know how many people in the hood or abroad or everywhere that have read about Dubai but Aspire never been to go there? there. Yeah. And they know you've been there. And you can tell them all about it. He said, oh, we got to tell them all about what you've done in Dubai. And funny thing about it, though, when we first started, it was like, um, I eat chicken when I'm in Dubai. Because it was like, he was like, name some of the foods you like, this and that. But I can't make a song talking about I like chicken in Dubai. 
Right? right. Bro, right. I'm sending us back a couple months. You know what I'm saying? Like, that can't be the first bro, one. Y'all be, fun, y'all be, be mad, right? right? Right, yeah, now what you doing? And so um, we just started talking, man, right? And uh, we laughed like hell. Delicious, I, though. It, and the chicken was damn good. Right. I wish I could have, you know what I'm saying? But uh, we went from that to where um, we just came up with this motherfucking nod where it was like, travel the world, they ask what I like, eat with the prince when I'm in Dubai, travel the world, they ask what I like. And we just changed that joker up, man, from eating chicken in Dubai. And it's one of my favorite songs on there, man. And it's all real. Um, why do you like Dubai so much? Is it just a, uh, I mean, I've heard it's actually a lot of fun. Is it like, does it remind you of Vegas? What does it remind you oh, of? Oh, Vegas ain't got shit on Dubai. Wow. This is royalty. This is respect. This is class. This is culturistic. This is like, um, is culturistic a word? No. no yeah. I think cultural. I think it is. Cultural. Culturistic no. is a word. I don't know. We'll go with it. You know, culturistic. Okay. Laura, you don't feel like culturistic? Good. We'll say yes. <laughs> we'll say yes. We'll go culturistic. I'm good with it. It sounds like your next single. Culturistic. Culturistic is another. Wait, so what day is the actual album? Oh, it's December 10th. December 10th. Yes. It's all dropping right, so- on all platforms. Uh, Respect is another song on there that's going to be good. And do you have any features on there? Um, or do you keep it all to you? I'll keep all to me on this one right here. Boom. I like. Oh. I respect that. How many all songs? I'll on this one. Eight songs. Okay. So a little short, too. Short. Eight I, joints. I got enough for a whole album. Yeah. I'm coming back. Um, I got an a R&B slash type thing with a girl named Naomi Nicole. Um, I got a country song I'm doing. Country I, song as well. Yeah. Well, you are from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, but it's still like, it, it's that country, that dope country song. I'll let y'all hear it, but it's like, I got some. I got some bangles coming up. The last thing I wanted to ask you about you've uh, you've had stories before uh, with uh, with uh, The Rock and Cena. You had matched with uh, right here in New York with The Rock at Survivor yes, Series, right? Yes, yes. Um, what tell tell us about working with The Rock? What's he like? Because you guys didn't exactly cross over in your careers, but you've had many crossovers kind of later. Yes. So yes. what's The Rock like to work with? Um, humble, cool. Um, man, he still goes out of his way of. I'm over here talking to somebody, this and that, and he just walks in, whatever. He'll come out of his way to come over and still speak to you. Like, he's, what you want to do? What do you want to do in the match? We, we, like, he's... And you're like, whatever still, you want to do. <laughs> bro, you tell me what to do. Right, right, right. Yeah, but he's not like that. He's like, no. No, you, man. He wants to He wants to take as much as he gives. He wants to give as much as he takes. He's the, like, even Steven type of guy because he's been there. That $7 story is real. Man. Yeah. It's like, he's been there, man, so he know what it's like, and... He don't want to buy us to feel like he felt then. So if he can help and contribute in any way, he's always been like that. He's Dwayne to me. He's like, and and you have a character. Your character is like at, at times obsessed with John Cena. Even when I won the title from you, I said, "Look, there's John Cena." Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. I've asked you this before. I'm gonna ask you again. The old rumor was you and John Cena got into it back in the day. Man, there was a yes. fight at the airport between you and John <laughs> Cena. Not true. Is that completely false? Oh my gosh, man, that's false, man. And this is like. I don't know if you've heard of Conan. You know yeah, of Conan. Uh, Conan the wrestler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Conan was the first guy that took me to Mexico to work to wrestle. Like, you know what I'm saying? But um, when all this happened, John Cena was connected on a flight in Charlotte. I was landing coming home. He I was at TNA, he was at WWE. Yep, two different companies. We merely crossed paths, spoke, and kept going. People got pictures of it. Something like that. Oh, our truth. Oh, was in the uh, same airport with John Cena. Blah, blah blah. And when I got to work, everybody was asking me about it. And Conan was beside me when the second person asked. And um, they was like, "What happened?" Um, and, <laughs> they were and? like, uh, "What happened uh, with you and Cena?" And I was like, "Bro, he just passed me. I passed him, and that was it, man. It was just hanging by." Conan was like, "Bro, people are walking away disappointed." 
He said, I'm not feeling good about this story. He said, we need to add some more to it. It's not. This is the most wrestling shit I've ever <laughs> yes. heard. This is what wrestlers do. Just like helping you out. <laughs> yes, yes. This oh is storytelling. <laughs> he said, I'm disappointed with the story. Give we us yeah, a little more. We need to yeah. add extra sauce. We need to add extra sauce to it, man. Like, like, I'm like it's bland. About? Bro, look how people are walking away disappointed. We just walked past. He said, I got the next one. I said, dog, I ain't going to be no next one. Somebody else came to me. Hey, Truth, what happened with you and uh, Cena's? I said, bro, we just walked past each other. Going, I said, yeah, but tell him about when you pushed him. <laughs> and he didn't do nothing. I said, bro, I didn't push him. He doesn't want to tell you this and that. And the guy's like, oh, you pushed him. Oh, y'all was pushing each other tonight? Exactly. And like, I'm talking to Conan. He's like, bro, just let it go. Let it marinate. He didn't see, he walked away happy. You see? And by the way, <laughs> in, in wrestling more than any other job in oh history, it God. only takes one person walking away with that story for one. the entire industry to know by the next night. It's wow. over. One person, though. Because everyone's connected. That's one of the things people don't even realize now about the two companies they have. Everyone knows everyone. It, everyone's one person away because the whole industry is really only a few hundred people. That's it. So then, so someone's friends was, there's not one wrestler who's wrestling in a big place today that our truth isn't more than one person away from. That, it's For one real. degree of separation in wrestling. You don't need six. It's one. So once the story gets out. So I started hearing for years, you know, our truth Remember, he fought John Cena. Did it turn yeah. into fought John yeah, Cena? Yeah. <laughs> no, they fought because they were both rapping wrestlers at the time. Yeah, It was like, oh, they're both rapping. companies, yeah. yeah. they're different rapping wrestlers. That, now I heard, I heard, and people, the rumor was wow. truth fucked him up, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, truth fucks him up. So then how was, how is Cena to work with, too? Bro, like, so awesome, man. Um, I remember when we first met, when I first signed back with the company in 08, and we walked face to face. Everybody, bro, from uh, Umaga. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, my dog. That's why I came back. He uh, talked with Johnny and brought me back. Oh, Umaga is the reason you came back in yeah, 08. Wow. Umaga, yeah. And uh, that was my first time meeting him, introducing me and Randy. And he's like, bro, you need to. I didn't fail in life. You know what I'm saying? We fall. So I didn't fail and going to my little spot or whatever. But um, went back and it was already built up then. And it was like, oh, you and Cena never met each other since that rumor started. I was like, no, nah, we never met each other. And he was John Cena at that time. He was yeah, like 08. the, yeah, yeah. the guy was. I watched every Saturday morning, Cena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, <laughs> all the boys instigating shit, man. They was like, oh, this is going to be good. It was like 30 guys sitting in the locker room the whole time waiting just for us to oh, like. Oh, God. Yes. So what happened? Um, <laughs> 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 so it just happened to where... I get to uh, get to work with Umaga. I walks in and somebody <laughs> texts him and he runs ahead of me. It's Samoan. Yeah, he runs ahead of me and go in and grab a seat. <laughs> and when he grabs a seat, I walk in, I see everybody. Half of them, you know what I'm saying? Oh, welcome back, welcome back to me, welcome back. And the other half, because Cena's in the bathroom. So it's going to be this right here, just like watching And they TV. all set it up for you. They all they set, set it up, up for, for yes. this to happen. So when <laughs> Cena and I walked right into each other, we looked at each other, and I just like... Um, before I could say, he said, we're not going to have any problems on I said, bro, no, man. I said, that was all. I said, bro, Conan. I became, you know what I'm saying, Conan told me <laughs> we need to add more to it. Because people walk away, and we just hugged right there. Oh, and okay, everybody okay. was like, oh, man, <laughs> fuck this shit, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are supposed to fight. No, That's bro, we funny. hugged right there, and it was, uh, we've been cool ever since. So the, al the album uh, is out. Friday. Tell everyone the, the name of the album. Out. The single's out, Out the Window, which is dope. That's this Friday. This Friday. And okay. I can't tell. I can't sneak sneak this in there. It's The video is animated. 
I have my own cartoon character. Oh, like, nice. It's going to be pretty dope. Something different from the legacy that's videos. Fun. Yes, it's a yeah. fun looking character. Yeah. And that's that's this Friday. This Friday. And then next Friday is that. Next album. Friday, we're dropping the whole EP. The EP's Amazing. out everywhere. Ron Killings, a.k.a. WWE Superstar R Truth. This has been a treat, uh, man. Yeah. Oh, so thank you, man. Fun. Have fun. Thank so you. Good to meet thank you. R Truth. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. M-m-m-m-mitch.